0: Just here to me the following podcast is a Saiyan Productions production. If anything should happen to me, you must go to court. You must say these words: Klaatu, Mirada, Victor. everybody it's another monday night that must mean it's sci-fi watchers almost Human special episode glad you guys could join us again this week i'm Corey shred joining me as always my friend mr brian lee brian how's it going doing good man staying warm yeah yeah we were talking about that before the show here brian's down in texas i'm up here in jersey and uh basically the whole country is like in a freeze spell you know it's freezing out there yeah i tried turning my heater up but it's it doesn't work <laughs> I'm still cold. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You, uh, Texas, you said it's like 28 degrees down in Texas? Yeah. Yeah, it's like three here. I was talking about our headquarters in Illinois today. It was like negative seven. So it's it's cold out there. And, and well up, fellas. Yeah, and of course I hear the wind whipping out there too. I'm like, oh, that really makes it so much warmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I got it nice and toasting here tonight for another episode of Almost Human that came out. The first episode of the new year. But before we talk about that, let's always talk about Sponsorships, if you want to sponsor this show or any of the show we do over here at SAIA Productions Network, it costs only $5. Head on over right now to scifiwatcher.com slash sponsor to purchase your spot. So the episode's title tonight was Simon Says, uh, the seventh episode here of the first season that came out on January 6th, 2014. Basically, the title says it all. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of figured out the story was going to be from like just the title alone. You know, really? Like,
1: oh, I mean, well, did you watch a trailer? Or? No,
0: I didn't watch a trailer. But I'm thinking, okay, it's gonna be you're gonna have to do what this bad person says to do. I didn't know exactly how it was gonna be, but you know, Simon says do this, you're gonna do it. Right. right. It's just, uh, yeah, they didn't have to. They named the character Simon. Also, I was like, oh, really? Surprise.
1: Yeah, they're not super cryptic with their
0: titles, right? No, they're not. But sometimes they give away too much. This one didn't give away too much, so I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, so I, I like the idea that Solar Flare's knocked out the power and uh, the uh, Android. I'm halfway okay with it. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Because I think it's it's just interesting. I kind of wish they had gone more with it and not just looked at it from the Android's perspective. Like if the city had gone in like total blackout or something.
1: Yeah, but I'm just wondering. Yeah, I was just curious like how lights are working then. And
0: Well, they had the generators on in, in the police station. Oh, okay. You remember they said two minutes backup generators are going to kick on? But it's funny. It's like the rest of the city, it didn't, it's like it didn't look like it affected anything else. Yeah. You know, there was no mentions of it anywhere else in the whole city. I mean, even at the end there, like the clock tower, it's like that was lit up like a Christmas tree. Everything else was lit up. So it's like – Yeah, they could have they sold it better. Yeah. You know, parts of the city could have been blacked out. You could have generators or, you know, they're talking about brownouts and, you know, rollovers or whatever the heck it was. I'm you know, like, oh, come on. Just don't do it this way. I think they just want to do it just to show us Dorian acting crazy when he doesn't have you know full power. But I mean,
1: um, I want to know: was it only affecting his line of of android, or was it affecting the MXs as well?
0: Well, I don't. We don't know because the MXs had priority to get charged too.
1: Oh, I see.
0: You remember that because that he he goes hits uh, the detective Paul there and uh, yeah. And it's like, yo, it's not fair. I want some priority, too. You know, I can't survive on this low charge or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, apparently if he drops below 50, he starts going loopy.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I guess there's that was supposed to be their comedic relief this week. I didn't think it was funny. It was just more like WTF, you know, what's going on here.
1: Yeah. Well, there was a couple of, like, uh, digs that John made to Paul, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, a couple, but... Yeah, the, the usual stuff that you expect every week in the show. hmm um, I love the futuristic uh, window cleaners, the, the hobos or whatever you want to say that clean the windows. Yeah.
1: Electro wash.
0: I, I love that. They got, the, they got the tablets hooked up to their hands, you know, with little, little. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like the Velcro strap on it. hmm Yeah, it's like, oh, let's wash your windows. It's like, okay, geez.
1: And it said like 10 bits.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, the the um, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin thing. You know, I guess the future works on bitcoins and not you know money.
1: Yeah, so it's they're like trying to use the current stuff mixed in with future stuff.
0: Well, that and that like the darknet reference too. I'm like rolling my eyes. I'm like, okay, guys, are you like going to like these tech websites and looking up the lingo? I think they are. It, it feels like they're trying too hard for that yeah you know i kind of wish they would come up with like their own futuristic terminology a little bit you know don't call it don't call it bitcoin
1: didn't they didn't they say that really early on that uh jj abrams didn't want to make up stuff he wanted to make it seem like it's today's terminology i forgot what he said yep that might be good
0: now but like say five years down the road you watch this this show and it's like bitcoins i'm like are you guys crazy you know, it's like it's going to be a dated reference eventually. Ah, it's just going to be like Robocop using those Ford Tauruses and all that. You know. Yeah, it's just going to feel dated. So, if it's in the future, try to make it you know seem a little more timeless. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I you know, the uh, the guy knocked out wakes up with a bomb around his neck, which is not an original idea, obviously. No, I mean it's it's based on an actual event that happens. Yeah. Do what? do you don't know the story i don't know the full details and i don't i don't know if the guy was in on it but supposedly it was a pizza delivery guy back in the i want to say the 90s delivered a pizza to the house he got knocked down he woke up with a bomb strapped to his neck no and he was told to do stuff like i think rob a bank and stuff like that i was just thinking it was more like saw no this is this this was like real life events i'd have to look it up but if anyone out there knows uh Send us an email or post it on the social media sites. But yeah, he uh, there's supposedly there's video of his death too. He was standing in front of the cops and they had their guns like raised at him and he's like, "I got a bomb on my neck or something something like that." And all of a sudden, the bomb was detonated. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I
1: was th- thinking of like um, I just put down that it reminded me of Saw or there was this really cheesy movie Thirty Minutes or Less called or there was another one called uh, Fear dot dot com or something or Fear dot net something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but that, that was like a real, a real event that happened many years ago. I have to look it up online. It was, it was freaky. I never did see the video of the guy getting killed. It's like, I don't, I don't want to.
1: to. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah,
0: it's kind of morbid. But yeah, so, uh, you know, it's like, oh, he's going to rob the bank. I'm like, okay, we're, we're going through the motions here. I know where this is going. You know, but I was surprised the cops caught up to him. I was honestly thinking that, you know, they weren't going to be there in time to, uh, to get to him. I thought, you know, he was going to die. And then they were going to follow the trail after the fact. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny, though, that, you know, he's in this little economy kind of car and they're in their sports car chasing him. I'm like, it takes you this long to get around the guy. <laughs> I'm like, just hit the gas a little bit more. You're going to go right around him. You know, it's like I'm laughing at it. I, I did love the shield, the little shield technology they had. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I I imagine, you know.
1: We'll eventually have something like that where you can just shield shield somebody from, from the blast. Mm-hmm. But then um, there was something that they said afterwards after the break, that like really they said that the EMP blast knocked out like the electronics. Yeah, I did in the car, and I was like, "You've got an android right there. Wouldn't he be knocked out too?" I know I didn't understand
0: that. You know,
1: they. I'm guess they're saying the shield thing has an EMP bla- blast.
0: Yeah, it it kind of didn't make sense. I'm like, "Okay, that's from the explosion that caused the data recorder to be to have problems with it." I'm like, uh, I don't understand that." Mhm. It's kind of telling you like in the future. It's kind of predicting the future like th- all the cars we're going to have are going to have black boxes in them. Yeah. You know, you know, people have been freaking out about that for years now. That they're going to tr- track you down and uh you know, know exactly where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, it it just, you know, the, it's a show, you know. It's the guy wants hits on his YouTube page. Essentially, is what the whole thing's about. The funny thing is, the views are not that many because he's like I three thousand
1: hits, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And
0: I know I'm know. like, I'm like, dude, if you're if you're that much of a loser, you should know that three thousand hits on, on a live stream is not that much if you really want to get people to watch. Yeah. this I'm like, okay, and it's like. Uh, but maybe because it's the dark net and maybe you know 3000 is a lot of people it's not like it's like sitting on youtube's homepage.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I guess, you know, but it's still Dude. I wish the they
1: had made savory, the Less savory people or, you know, there's fewer
0: of them. Oh, I wish they had made the number a little bit bigger though, 3000. You know. They they did later on. Yeah, but it was like what, twelve, thirteen thousand. 13,000? I think it stopped at like 9. I I think it went up higher than that, but it was oh, okay. fu- it was funny like right after at the end of the last event in the show, it's like dropped down to zero in like one second. Like really that fast? You know, people just all dropped off at the exact same moment. It, this is written for the, the comet Joe public. You yeah, know, this is written for the, the, this is written for our parents that don't really know the internet that well. Yeah. But it's supposed to be for our, our age group, you know, it's supposed to be for the internet type of people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: they had trolling, which is common on YouTube so mm-hmm.
0: yeah it almost felt like um, it felt like it was like kind of like Twitter a little bit where it was like a live stream of the comments going through
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know obviously they didn't use any you know any modern websites out there but it's like oh okay it's kind of like Twitter and and it's like you know it's like he, he, the cops show up and he's like okay here's who the next victim is you know you have to go try to save her It if this when the second victim felt a little hokey it's like Okay, you have to save this girl. And ironically, this girl met this weird guy on an online dating site at this exact spot with the exact same type of flowers. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, come on. It's like, it's like the kid's, k- kid shot himself in the foot by doing that. You know, He gets upset well, no, at John first, for solving no, it.
1: First, the, uh, he wanted him delivered to his house. And she didn't know his house. That was a thing. First thing was the delivery was was at his place, and then he went out there and uh, drugged her.
0: Right, but the fact that he told the cops to try to save her, and then he kind of sets it up where, you know, this girl had already met her killer. And, you know, it's like you're kind of giving yourself away. Yeah. And then you're upset about John saving the day. It's not his fault. It's your fault. You know, really, it was his fault. Yeah, and of course we did. They did the stereotypical let's let's defuse the bomb in exactly one second. You know, I think that's a given. Whenever there's a bomb, because you have to have tension. And I I didn't, I didn't feel like she was going to die anyway. Yeah, I'm like she's going to live. Well, I
1: mean, it it wasn't stereotypical when the first guy blew up. I mean,
0: honestly, I thought the whole show was going to be about him. Oh, the first guy? Yeah, I thought it was, or most of it. I thought it was going to be him doing so. I didn't think it was going to be, he's going to be dead within the first 10 minutes of the episode. So that was a
1: little surprising. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I didn't either. And they, they bought it, both look at each other like, okay, sorry, buddy.
0: I know. It's like, we, you know, we, sorry, we can't help you, but we'll find this guy. Yeah. And it's like, could you imagine being that guy sitting there with like 45 seconds left looking at the cop saying, sorry, I can't help you, but we'll find this guy? It's just like, yeah. I am so screwed. <laughs> but it's then, awful. But, you know, it's like we get to the halfway mark, you know, they save the girl. And then it's just like, to me, it's cookie cutter. I know exactly where they're going before they get there. It's the like, whole time? I, you knew that he was going after John next. I didn't know
1: exactly, John, because they did try and throw you off because they said that there was some guy named John Morgan that, you know, he could be after.
0: Right. I, I understood that their logic behind it but the fact he got upset he punched the screen and exactly where John was on the screen oh I didn't even think about that so I'm like okay you're going after John next you know especially when uh, they you know CSI says oh yeah John they need you down the road a little bit it's like yep, yeah, you're next it's like <laughs> it's like hello it's like okay I know you're next it's like and he's gonna hang out in that trailer <laughs> yeah I know it's like he's gonna hang out in the trailer sure it's full of explosives he's gonna hang out in the trailer Yeah. So you knew it it, right there. You knew that was just a diversion. I mean, couldn't it have been a
1: building? Why a trailer?
0: Because that's his last known address. I guess. You know, it's just like, uh, whatever. I did like the fact that he that this time, you know, John was dressed up looking like a a bum, a hobo. He had like a wine bottle. He had a, a big coat on that covered the bomb up, which I liked. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Which was different than the other two. Those two is just wore this big necklace thing on them. Well, he didn't want him to be found. That was the thing. Yeah, and they chained him to the bench. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. I was a little. I was a little interested in like when he 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 was flung the screwdriver across the the park by mistake as he's trying to defuse the bomb. I'm like, you're screwed now. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're not going to die, but how are you going to get out of this? Was my next question. They had a little bit of suspense there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, let's come back from commercial. Like, hey, somebody put a nickel over there, okay, or whatever it was, some coin of some sort. It was a Bitcoin. <laughs> it almost <laughs> looked like a, no. I think it was a Chuck E. Cheese token.
1: It was something. It looked kind of like a token. big coin. It was like big and fat. So.
0: Yeah, because when he was grabbing for it, it looked like a dime or a nickel. But then as you get closer to when you show close up of him like separating the wires, I'm like that thing looks like a an oversized quarter or something. Yeah. It's like it grew in size. And it, it seemed like it was a little too convenient that they figured out that the, uh, that the Simon guy was in the clock tower. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, really? And it's like, and you know, it's like, okay, Dorian's power is going to run out or he's going to almost be out of power. It's, he climbs the wall like Batman in the 60s TV show. You know, and, it's like, and it's like, I was thinking to myself, even if you do you know, zap the guy to close his hand so he can't set the bomb off, you still got to try to save, save John. You know, there's not that much time left on the clock. You still have to try to save John at the same time, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you stop him. But you're gonna get the, the the bomb squad over there that quickly to defuse the bomb. It's like I don't think so. I thought
1: um, you know they could use drones. That was another thing they could have done.
0: Yeah, you would think so because they had the drones throughout the whole episode, even when they weren't using them. Right. For anything, they're flying around. But maybe he would have detected him.
1: I don't know. But I guess
0: he could have a drone.
1: Could have got there really quick.
0: Yeah, he could have. But I think it was kind of weird that Dorian somehow could maneuver around the cameras and stuff, so he wouldn't see them. But he's at this vantage point above, you know, the town, so he could see everything.
1: I was thinking when uh, when Dorian was sitting there and he was like on fifteen percent. Like somebody couldn't just give me an extension cable and hook it up to the car.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, you, you know, a little extra juice and like, you know, he's going to have just enough to zap the guy. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, OK, we know where this is going.
1: But I mean, the the end part was a little it was mildly entertaining.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean after it's all said and done and then Dorian goes to stay at Rudy's?
1: Oh, no, I mean, like the part about, you know, John with the with the bomb was entertaining. Get, watching him try and get it, get the bomb off his his. Uh, yeah.
0: Nick. which of course he got it off in just two seconds left but I feel like
1: we're just going through um and let's copy other movies or upbeat other films because it's like it, it's it feels like saw or something like or speed or something yeah
0: like that. It, yeah you know it's it's those two you're right it's those two type of things it's like let's take a film that takes place in present day and and futuristic make it futuristic we've done die hard we've done speed and saw now yeah <laughs>
1: We should make a list when this is all said and done of the references, right?
0: We should. You know, I mean, this is obvious. You're right, though. I didn't think of Saw or Speed, but it's those type of films where it's like, you know, I have these challenges for you. You know, you have so much time to solve them or you die type of thing. You're right. Saw is probably the best example for that. Um, And the last scene, it was telegraphed that Dorian's going to stay in Rudy's place. Oh, when when,
1: uh, John tells... uh... You know, the chief that I'm gonna do something for him. You didn't think he would stay at his place because of the trophy room?
0: No, because like like near the beginning of the episode, they're over at Rudy's place and Rudy says something about, you know, being alone. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, this is tell. I'm like, I'm like, I know what's gonna happen at the end of the episode now. It's like it was telegraphed. You know, and of course, Dorian's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Johnny's. He's like, no, this is my place. You ain't staying with me.
1: What, what did you think of Dorian on his mood swings?
0: It was, it was interesting to see him being more. I actually emotional. like
1: that better. They should keep him that way.
0: Makes him more human, but then it, it takes away the almost human part of it. Right. But yeah, I think they did that just to show us the versatility of, of Dorian. And those those MX models don't do anything in these shows. You know? They're just background really. They really it's like it's like there's there's only two police officers in the entire police station, Dorian and John. Well that's that's
1: what upset me when I was watching it when the, the girl had the bomb on her and it's just John and Dorian. I'm like, where's the bomb squad? If the yeah. bomb squad can disarm this quicker don't you think you'd want to do that? Like maybe they have a MX unit that's a master um, diffuser. I don't know. You would think so, or, or because it seemed like Dorian had a hard time.
0: Yeah, because it's the, same, the you know it's the same story every week. The chief sits in in her office and talks on her cell phone to everybody out there. You know, um, Valerie. Well, they're gonna
1: they're gonna stay there and supervise the darknet, and that takes the whole police force.
0: I know, Valerie. That was her job. <laughs> Valerie was in the office. She didn't leave the office again this week. You know, uh, Paul didn't. He goes out. He, Paul always goes out like near the end of the episode. When the stuff hits the fan, it's like Paul has to go out. You know, it's like these characters are stuck in their little bubbles. They can't leave their little safe zones.
1: Well, I thought we we're going to get some a silver lining in this episode when um, Simon was talking about John and his background and how he was. Um, I guess jilted. Right. Uh, I thought they were going to talk about the, uh, what are those guys called? The renegades that we haven't seen since episode one.
0: I was expecting him to mention something like that. Yeah. I
1: I thought maybe he was going to say some little tidbit, but no. Once again, they have not revisited.
0: (laughs) I I know it irritates me. Every episode is a self-contained adventure. You know?
1: See, it's been so long. I can't even call. I can't remember what they're called.
0: Like N Syndicate or something like that. Syndicate, there you go. Some 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 weird name, I think it was. I don't remember.
1: See, that's bad. If we can't remember their names.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that we would have had them come back by now.
1: Because this is episode seven, and once again, nothing. They're gonna surprise us with something at the very last episode. Watch
0: like like the last five minutes of the the episode, like the season cliffhanger.
1: Yeah. It's like, boom, boom, boom. We'll see you next year.
0: Like, oh, don't do that.
1: Have Have we seen a show where they waited this long to get to the main story?
0: I don't think so. Even Fringe picked it up by episode seven, right? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be mentioned every week. But, you know, we're seven episodes. If we do a 24-episode season, we're, you know, a third of the way into the to the year. Yeah. But all these episodes feel still feel independent. There's no connectivity here. Nothing. This episode could have been episode two, for all we know. You know? I guess it's like you're like like we're saying, it's formulaic. They're just going by a
1: formula. Uh-huh. That's bad. It has nothing worth, nothing of value like Fringe had, I think.
0: And, and Fringe nothing... had
1: something that connected you at least between
0: episodes. Fringe had originality, that's the thing. Yeah. This is this is a, a cop show, procedural you know, drama set in the future.
1: And once again, <laughs> continuum is a lot better.
0: Well, night and day. Yeah. You know, I th- I, I because it's original. This isn't original yet. You know, I think that eventually we're going to be watching Law and Order episodes put in here. You know, I mean, it's like the captain's still just like, what are you guys doing out there? Hey, how's it going? I'm the captain. It's like, whatever.
1: And then that comment when uh, Dorian was acting up in the in the conference room or whatever, and she's like, "What are you guys talking about? I don't know what's going on." I know. What? You're the police chief. <laughs> like,
0: you don't know that? You're the one that authorized, you know, Dorian to be reactivated.
1: No, no, no. The whole thing about the charging and, and
0: yeah, but, acting up. But she has no clue. Dorian yeah. is still a subordinate of hers, no matter how you look at it.
1: They were trying to make that seem
0: funny, but it was just like, huh? Yeah, it just made her look like an idiot to me. Yeah really like you're in charge here and you have no clue what's going on one thing we forgot to
1: mention that i thought was kind of cool was the 3d printed roses
0: yeah gotta love 3d printers (laughs) they come a long way yeah i love that you know you only see for like a second or two of them actually printing up the roses i thought was a pretty cool idea i guess roses are
1: scarce in the future (laughs) yeah i don't know you know you don't or maybe you know he didn't. He can't afford real roses, so he buys imitation. <laughs>
0: it's, it's probably cheaper to to print up a rose instead of grow them and sell them. Yeah. Plus, you can get any color you want that way.
1: That's true. They called it designer roses.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, that was interesting. There was that wasn't much tech in here that I was like that caught my eye. I think that was no,
1: just one. just the shield and and three D roses.
0: Yeah, well, I'm kind of glad. That's one thing I'm kind of glad. They're not going overboard with the technology. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, we're going to write a story. Now we need to create technology to work in the story. You know, I'm kind of glad they're not doing that route. But they need to come up with something original. Because at this rate, I don't think it's going to make it through one season. Yeah. I'm really
1: disappointed they did not go back to the main story. Yeah. Um, Unless
0: that's not even a story. I don't know. It's got it. Why would you even mention it? why would you even make his his ex-girlfriend be part of the game and they made it look like a cliffhanger at the end of that episode
1: yeah like oh it's your girlfriend and we're not gonna talk about it yeah. for a while
0: and, wh- and what was that case that was missing what's in that case so oh, we got to figure out that case file blah 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 that's been removed from the system and ah. there's something here in the evidence room that they were looking for blah 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 and it's like yeah let's just completely ignore all that by the time we get back to it, we're going to have to have a recap. I know. <laughs> the, the, you know, the beginning the episode is going to be like previously on Almost Human. And they're going to have to show clips from episode one to get to it. Right. Like, I have no clue what you're talking about.
1: It would be cool if there was something connecting all of these. Yeah. Mm. There's nothing.
0: The only thing connecting them is the fact that the same actors play the same roles every week. You know, you got this Is is John this John Valerie thing. He likes Valerie one week, the next week he doesn't even think about her. Yeah. You know, it's like, you, you make up your mind.
1: And I guess we're kind of seeing Dorian and his glitches.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that's the thing. They never mentioned that the MX have a problem, but you said that they fully charged them.
0: So. Yeah, they get priority charges. As long as they're in the green level, I don't know what that meant. I don't know if that's 75% or 90 or what, but... They get priority, which, whatever.
1: I thought maybe in the future they'd have like a backup generator that was a mini nuclear reactor or something.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> I guess not. I guess they're still using gasoline or and pulling the cranks or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's an okay episode. It's not the worst episode out there, but it, it's okay. Yeah. I still need- It's kind of
1: meh, right?
0: Yeah. I'm tired of these standalone episodes. I need some connectivity of some sort. There's nothing. And it looks like next week's episode is going to be the same thing. It's just like, let's just start over again. You know? I mean, geez. Even even with uh, – go back and listen to the episode. Listen, like uh, Space Dandy – they all died at the end of that episode. That would be – I'd like to see that in one of these episodes. Oh, least.
1: you're spoiling that for people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, they got to go to the feed. Yeah, let's just kill all the characters off this week and have them resurrected next week or something. It's just like nothing – Nothing. the story is not – these characters are not developing. The only character that's developing is Dorian. We're learning about his glitches. Yeah. You know.
1: Which I, It's almost enough for me to keep watching.
0: I'm still going to stick around for it. I'm hoping it gets better. You know, seven episodes in, it's got to start sooner or later. Uh, So that's our slots on this week's Almost Human. We had to wait, what, three weeks for that? And that's what we got.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wah, wah.
0: Now we'll be back again next week with another episode of Almost Human. Make sure you subscribe to our feed so you can get everything from the Space Dandy reviews to the Red Dwarf reviews. Uh, Next Sunday we'll be doing Pitch Black, getting ready for the new Riddick film coming out on DVD. Of course, I want to thank my friend, Mr. Brian Lee, for being here. And Brian, where can we find you online?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at BrianSays.
0: Of course, we're over at SciFiWatcher.com as we could download or subscribe to the show. You can always email us, feedback at SayItProductions.com or voicemail at 813-915-6390. And as always, on the social media sites, Facebook.com slash SciFiWatcher, Google.com slash plus SciFiWatcher, and Twitter.com at SciFiWatcher. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this special edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Until next time, have a good one.